0: Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024, or always online at mycambleandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. It was announced last week the new CPI Consumer Price Index number came out. So basically, the inflation number we've been talking about for months now, down down to 7.7%, which feels like great news because we've been hovering in the 8s and even touched the 9s this summer. So, as we see the CPI at 7.7% as we head into the holidays, I mean, does this feel like maybe we're going to start getting some relief from these record high prices?
1: I, I certainly hope so. I mean, you know, 7.7 is still extremely high, but you know, compared to a 9 and a 10, I mean, that's that's really great that it's starting to come down, and I'm hoping that we just keep sliding right down that hill. <laughs>
0: what would make you happy? Like, would it be consecutive months of another three-tenths of a point, maybe come February or March, we're into the fives? Is there, is there somewhere that you're kind of looking at as kind of an ending point for right now, or it's just it's too all over the place?
1: I think if we can get to five or lower, that'll be much better for us all the way around.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, listen, Jackie doesn't have a crystal ball. We can't predict what's going to happen, obviously. But we will tell you the importance of having that plan and give the team a call and take advantage of that complimentary portfolio comparison from Jackie Campbell and the team at Campbell & Company Wealth Advisors and CPAs. If you have that 500000 in assets, Jackie wants to sit down with you and customize a plan or adjust your plan as needed. Again, no cost, no obligation to you. It's a complimentary portfolio comparison when you call 727 727- Three three four zero zero two four. One more time: seven two seven three three four zero zero two four. And as we talk about inflation, we keep hearing the word recession over and over again coming up, and we've seen it happening because of the recession. Our layoffs. A lot of the major tech companies. Jackie Meta, who owns Facebook, laid off like ten thousand people. Uh, who else? Uh, Coinbase. Uh, Some of the tech companies did some big layoffs. I know Twitter's going through major layoffs, right? Even Lyft, Amazon. So if a layoff, we feel like it's in our future, what steps should we take?
1: Wow, I know personally some people that have recently been laid off, and it's certainly happening, not just in the big corporations, but in some smaller ones as well. And the number one thing that we talk about it's to have six months of emergency funds. So if you don't have three to six months of your monthly household expenses or your needs in savings, in cash and in, in savings, you definitely need to lean into that and to work towards that. That is number one. And, you know, get your resume buttoned up. If you think you're going to be in an industry that might have some layoffs or some potential layoffs coming Uh, Definitely get that resume up to date and be prepared. Just don't be blindsided. That would be the two things that I would recommend. And thirdly, if there are any skills that you need to be brushed up on or you think you should have to be really recognized in your industry, do it. Don't put it off. Have you
0: worked with any clients who unfortunately got laid off, but it turned out to be a blessing in disguise?
1: Oh, my gosh. I always think that what is meant to be is going to be. And I do think that you have to do your part, though. It's not just you can't just be lazy and say, oh, that was meant to be. Um, But I think many times it opens the door for you and it gives you the freedom to do what you really want to do. I talked to somebody that wasn't really content with their position, but they're like, yeah, I get to work at home and it's kind of easy. It's not a lot of stress. Most of the time, and then they lost their position, and you know now they get to really focus on what they really, really, and truly want to do. Seven two
0: seven three three four zero zero two four. And getting laid off can be stressful. Dealing with mm-hmm. you know your finances can be stressful. Wallet Hub released the most and least stressed cities across the U.S. Now the factors included crime, poverty, job security, and health. Now the top five most stressed cities in the country. Can you name any of them off the top of your head? What would you think, Jackie Campbell?
1: I would say Detroit for sure mm-hmm. would be in that. Mm-hmm. I would think somewhere in New York would be on the list. So the top five, Cleveland,
0: Detroit was second. Gulfport, Mississippi was a little surprising. Baltimore and Philly, those are your top five. So Gulfport, Mississippi, that's, a, that's an interesting one to me. But, you know, the headlines today, Jackie, are stressful. So how do you help clients get into a better place when they feel like they're just stressed out?
1: That's a tough one because you know, I have to do my own self talk <laughs> and I have my own friend that's a mental health therapist too. So, uh, you know, it's just about doing what you need to do to be confident. I think that's the number one thing. And, you know, deep breathing, drinking your water and you know, being mindful about how you're spending your money and how you're investing. You don't want to be reckless with everything. But prior planning, that really can reduce your stress significantly. And whether it's estate planning, whether it's your financial plan, whether it's your retirement plan, whether it's making sure that you're making the income that you deserve to earn based on your skill and your trade and your knowledge. I mean, all of those things kind of go together as a big puzzle to really have a less stress retirement. And, you know, no matter what age group you're in, if you're just beginning, if you're just engaged, if you're just starting out, just had a family, uh, buying your first home, whatever that is, or you're transitioning into retirement, you're the empty nester, you're preparing or you're already just retired within the past few months, wherever you're at on that timeline. Definitely, prior planning can reduce the stress all along the way. Working with fiduciary, having that trusted friend like mine that's that's a mental health counselor, I mean, those people can really help ground you and really give you that confidence to keep moving forward.
0: You were talking about, Jackie, about income earned. And there was a new Northwestern Mutual survey that revealed that Americans feel they're going to need at least $1.2 million to retire. 20% more than last year. Now, that same survey found that more than 33% of adults think that they're going to outlive their money. So what would be the bigger issue? Is it focusing on the specific number or should you be more concerned about outliving your money?
1: Wow, I think both. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, we're big fans of, you know, the numbers don't lie. As long as we're using the right numbers and you're working with a, a professional, a fiduciary that's going to really kind of look through things and, and get good clarity about what is most important to you. I mean, I've seen many people successfully retire on much less than one and a quarter million. I do think that's more appropriate with inflation that we've been seeing compared to the million dollar term that, that we've heard about for years. But it's not just. Just a number it really depends on what kind of lifestyle you're looking to lead. Are you going to be flying? Are you going to be flying first class? Are you going to fly coach? Are you going to be just traveling locally, uh, visiting family, uh, fishing, you know, kind of low cost hobbies when you get to retirement? What is your area that you're living in? I mean, there's so many different things, and quite a few their goals are to really be generous with their family and have not only freedom of time. Mm-hmm. But the freedom of purpose and the freedom of their relationships and they plan on spending a little bit more and do the traveling along with their family, their kids and their grandkids and their parents if they're still living. And you know, what does that budget look like? So it's all about you. It's customized. You know, Mark, you may need a little bit more. To live because you know you like to go to the the ball games and Mm -hmm. you like to travel and you've got family all over the world and you know when I've got my grandchild across the street it kind of keeps it a little simple for me Um,
0: (laughs) travel times cut down just a little bit
1: that's right just a little bit so it's all about testing it your numbers and what is most important to you I just had a conversation with someone and that's one of the first questions that I asked this couple how much do you think you need to retire because they are a good 10, 12 years away from from that retirement date. And they said, I don't know. We don't know what we need. That's why we're here. <laughs> so, you know, we looked at kind of what their goals were, put some things together, and uh, definitely it's a little more than what they expected, and it's a little bit more than the one and a quarter million. So again, it's all up to you. What are your goals? What are your desires? Not only what do you want freedom from doing, what do you want freedom to do? freedom of time, freedom of money, freedom of purpose, freedom of relationships. Mm -hmm. That's what we focus on and ask questions about.
0: So it's important to not have that number. It's important to say, hey, if I can get over a million dollars in assets, I'm happy. That's one step. But I think it's more important, as you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, man, there's so many layers to all of this. It shouldn't be just one main number
1: that's right we're all motivated and driven and get that confidence based on different things some of us want a milestone we want a number I just had a conversation with someone and they were like $32,000 away from their 2 million goal That is their goal before they separate from, from work and turn in those keys. So that is a huge, important milestone for them subconsciously, right? So it's all about, you know, working the numbers, making sure everything is going to work, the plan, the puzzle. Getting it all put together. And, you know, what are your goals? Do you want to leave a legacy for your family, for uh, other nonprofit organizations, your community? Or do you want to have $10,000 left in your account at age 95? You know, what are your goals? What are we trying to accomplish?
0: 727 334 0024.
1: Now, the Beyond the Money tip of the day it's almost tax time we talk about tax season and tax planning never really ends it's like laundry it never goes away but it's almost that time do some year-end tax planning make sure if you haven't taken a look at what your 2022 income is looking like you may have some losses in some of your accounts maybe you need to do some tax loss harvesting and if you do have some gains maybe you sold some real estate or something else this year definitely I recommend doing some tax planning before the end of the year because most of us understand that we're going to owe more taxes than we ever plan for in retirement. Uncle Sam shares that IRA and 401k account with you. So tax planning, prior planning certainly does pay.